What is up, Bruins fans? It's your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, January 26th, and our Boston Bruins are set to host the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight at TD Garden in the first of two games against the other black and yellow team in the NHL. They will meet again on Thursday night. Today, we'll kind of tee up that game a little bit, update the East Division Power Rankings, and of course, like I said off the top, take a look at what is going on around the NHL. Before we get into all that, let me remind you that the podcast is available wherever you get podcasts, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Pocket Casts is what I use for my Android phone. Just search up Locked On Boston Bruins, hit that subscribe button, and each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. For you social media people, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at LO Boston Bruins. Recently scrapped the underscore in there to make it a bit easier. And then if you're on Instagram, the podcast is Locked on Bruins. You can find me at ENC McLaren on both platforms. Uh, For those of you who don't know me, lifelong Bruins fan dating back to the 80s. I have been writing about hockey for about 16 years now. I spent five years working as a full-time hockey writer for The Score, which is a mobile app and website Located up here in Toronto, or based up here in Toronto, which is about an hour away from me. I live in Guelph, Ontario. And yeah, most recently I covered junior hockey prospects for some SB Nation sites. And was able to cover the 2019 OHL Championship, which was won by the local junior team, which was quite a thrill. Um, Yeah, and now, digital marketing by day podcast on the side and I'm very excited to get into it today with some big news from practice on Monday and that was the appearance of David Pasternak in a white jersey. He had shed the no contact jersey fully practicing with the team ahead of schedule from his expected return from a hip arthroscopy and labral repair that he underwent back in September. The original target date for his return was February 16th, but it looks as though he could be back, uh, you know, two weeks ahead of that target date. Head coach Bruce Cassidy was obviously happy to see Pasternak in a white sweater, but he will take a week to evaluate Pasternak and get him reacclimated to full contact practices. As a result, It's highly unlikely that Pasternak will play in these games against the Penguins on Tuesday and Thursday, but the winger will travel this weekend for an upcoming trip to Washington and Philadelphia, and he could be back in the lineup as early as Saturday, but perhaps that's being a bit too optimistic. Cassidy said he took contact, which is the next step in his progression. We'll see how he handles that this week. If all goes well, when he wakes up today, the next day, depending on how much contact he needs and takes, doesn't feel any after effects, they'll consider putting him in the lineup. Again, he doesn't suspect he'll play any of these home games, but he'll travel with the team and they'll go from there. 
the good news is that he's back and they'll see how he responds here today after taking a couple bumps on Monday. Pasternak rotated with Jack Stanika during line rushes on Monday, skating alongside David Krejci and Nick Ritchie, while Jake DeBrusque remained on the top line preparing for these games against the Penguins. But make no mistake, uh, Pasternak will be back with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron when he does return to game action. Pasternak said this is the hardest part for an athlete being hurt, not able to play, especially when the season is going. It's hard to watch the game as a player because you just want to get out there and play. My focus is to get back out there and get back into games ASAP. It's been a long road, itching to get out there. It's been a good day, full practice with the boys, practice with some bodies besides myself. Hopefully I get more days like today. Uh, he said he's always looks on the positive side. He knows his body very well. Did a lot of body weight workouts and prep when he wasn't able to skate. And uh, the hardest part was the first two months when he couldn't really do anything. But he believed in the process and now feels much better. And it's wonderful to skate on the ice pain-free, which is great to hear. Now, at practice on Monday, there were a couple notable absences. Patrice Bergeron and Matt Grizzlick did not practice, but Cassidy seemed optimistic about their chances to play tonight against the Penguins. Bergeron fell awkwardly into the post during Saturday's win over the Flyers and was given a maintenance day, but he's expected to play tonight. Grizzlick was banged up in back-to-back games last week, did not play on Saturday, but Cassidy said the defenseman is feeling better and has a chance to play against the Penguins We'll see how he is in the morning skate, which is coming up here on Tuesday morning. Andre Kasha remains out with an upper body injury, and there's no real uh, timetable for his return, which is very unfortunate for him, uh, you know, since he's had some injury issues and concussion issues in the past. We'll take a deeper look at the Penguins here when we look at the East Division power rankings, but they do sit Second in the East Division at the moment with eight points, a record of four and two, 667 point percentage, but they do have a minus two goal differential, which doesn't uh, really bode well for uh, success if you're going to give up more goals than you are scoring. Sidney Crosby leads the way, of course, with seven points through six games. Uh, a bit concerning for them and for my keeper fantasy team is Evgeny Malkin, who only has one goal and one assist through six games. So hopefully he doesn't choose these couple games against the Bruins uh, to break out of that funk. Before we get to those power rankings, let's talk for a moment about Rock Auto. It's a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for about 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com, you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Their prices are always reliably low, and if you go to rockauto.com right now, you can see all the parts available for your car or truck 
right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Locked On Today is an exciting new podcast here on the Locked On Network. You can get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's take a look at the East Division and update the power rankings for this week. At the bottom, I'm going to put the New York Rangers. They have only three points through five games, a 300-point percentage. They have a minus-two goal differential, and you know some of their young stars have yet to produce, including Alex Lafreniere, who I believe is still looking for his first NHL goal. Now, the Rangers, there is some room for optimism here. They have a 53-25 Corsi percentage, and their PDO is 981, meaning they are getting more shot attempts on net than the opposition at 5-on-5. They have just yet to find consistent scoring, um, and you know, once some of these players get going, I would expect that they could be a bit more competitive moving forward. I don't foresee them finishing up in last in the East, but for the time being, that's where they sit. Uh, you know, two points behind the Sabres, clearly down in terms of point percentage, and uh, just need to really get going here, losing ground on. The playoffs if you get off to a slow start it'll just take that much longer to get back into the playoff picture and they can't afford to uh, let this slide continue now while the buffalo sabers only have five points the philadelphia flyers have seven points i'm actually going to put the flyers in seventh here and that is because their possession numbers are just brutal right now they are last in the nhl with a 43.35 corsi percentage and they have a elevated pdo of 1.04 which is fourth so they've been getting pretty good goaltending they're getting really uh Timely scoring at 5-on-5. They rank third with an 11.7 shooting percentage at 5-on-5. But overall, they're just getting, you know, pretty dominated when it comes to possession. As a team, they have allowed 281 shot attempts at 5-on-5. They've only recorded 215, which is quite surprising because they do have quite a lot of offensive talent in the mix there. Uh, But we saw with the Bruins, they outplayed the team. The 6-1 result on Saturday was quite well-deserved. And, you know, I had picked the Flyers to come out of the East and go all the way to the Stanley Cup. I I think they're that deep up front. They have some good, solid, young defensemen and an all-world goalie in Carter Hart. Um, So, yeah, off to a very disappointing start to begin the season. And that's why I'm putting them down in 7th with the Buffalo Sabres jumping up into 6th. The Sabres have a record of 2-3-1, 
for five points through six games. They have a 417 point percentage, a minus one goal differential, which is better than the Rangers, Flyers, and the Penguins. And their possession numbers are pretty encouraging as well. They have a 53.7 Corsi percentage, so they're out attempting the opposition. Uh, when it comes to expected goals, they're at 57.67, which means they're generating pretty high-quality attempts as well. Uh, they're kind of being sunk at the moment by some subpar goaltending, as well as some deficiencies when it comes to 5-on-5 five five scoring. Uh, so even with the addition of Taylor Hall, their offense could use a bit of a boost. $9 million man Jeff Skinner could really use, um, you know, an upgrade when it comes to matching his contract. Uh, but the goaltending in Buffalo is, is a serious problem, and they really need to get some, uh, yeah, more timely goaltending or, or bring somebody in. So, um the Sabres right now, sixth, off to an encouraging start, but still some work that needs to be done there. Now, in fifth, I'm going to slot the New York Islanders. They're three and two with uh, six points, a 600 point percentage, plus one goal differential. But like the Flyers, their possession numbers are pretty pitiful. In fact, they are. 30th in the NHL, only the Flyers have a lower Corsi percentage, 45.18. Their success largely stemming from some exceptional goaltending. They have a 94.59 save percentage, 5-on-5. Five five. They're experiencing some poor puck luck as well in scoring, however, only a 4.95 shooting percentage. But that could simply be attributed to the fact that their offense is just not that great, as you can see from their just terrible uh, Corsi percentage. So the Flyers and the Islanders uh, not really posting encouraging underlying numbers, and if that trend continues, then they uh, could very well be sunk here in the early going. The Flyers, I think, will be okay. The Islanders always appear to gain their success kind of on smoke and mirrors, and I would expect them to be outside the playoff picture when it's all said and done. In third, sorry, in fourth, I'm going to put the Pittsburgh Penguins, Boston's opponent tonight. They have a 4-2 record, 8 points, which is good for second in the division, but their point percentage is 667, which bumps them down to fourth, and they're Minus two goal differential is also tied for lowest in the division. When it comes to uh, possession numbers, the Penguins, they're, uh, you know, okay. They're at 52.15, 10th in the NHL at the moment. But they, too, are experiencing some very significant goaltending woes. They decided, of course, in the offseason to trade Matt Murray to the Ottawa Senators. And right now, neither Casey DeSmith nor Tristan Jari is really getting the job done. In fact, Jari, who was presumed to be the incumbent in net following Murray's departure, he has a save percentage of 849, and DeSmith is not much better at 871. So the Bruins could really take advantage of that porous goaltending here in these next couple of games. 
And if the Penguins don't figure that out, that could very well sink their season. I think of a team like the Florida Panthers last year, who were pretty good up and down the lineup, finished just outside the playoff picture. And if Sergei Bobrovsky had given them, you know, league average goaltending, for those of you who listen to the podcast for a while, you heard me bang that drum quite regularly last season. Uh, so if the Penguins continue to get this truly awful goaltending, then it could very well sink their chances of advancing to the postseason. And third, I'm going to put the New Jersey Devils. They are tied with the Bruins and Flyers with seven points uh, through five games. They have a 700 point percentage, which is second in the division, tied with the Bruins. And uh, they have a zero goal differential, even at zero. Now they're 19th when it comes to uh, Corsi percentage, uh, what are they sitting at here? They have a Corsi percentage of 49.06, so they're being out-attempted by the opposition. And, uh, you know, they're kind of being boosted by some exceptional play at the moment by sophomore center Jack Hughes, who is living up to the billing as a number one overall pick. Um, their defense is okay. Their goaltending is pretty good at the moment. Uh, 97.62 at even strength. Uh, So yeah, the Devils, I don't know, they're kind of exceeding expectations up to this point. Whether or not they're legit playoff contender remains to be seen, but uh, you know, if Hughes keeps playing at this level, he could be in MVP consideration, although it might be a big ask to Uh, you know, sustain this above a point per game uh, average for the season. And second, I'm putting our Boston Bruins, three, one, and one, seven points, 700 uh, point percentage, and their possession numbers are very encouraging. They are second in the NHL in terms of Corsi percentage, 56.84. Only the Hurricanes are better. Uh, When it comes to expected goals for, they rank 4th at 57.07. And again, the big issue early on for the Bruins was uh, even strength scoring, scoring at 5-on-5. They've raised that shooting percentage from 0 last week to 5.22, which is still a bit low. And um, yeah, once the offense continues to get going a bit more, then uh, this team could very well regain their spot as a top team in the division uh, or even the NHL. But at the moment, the top team is the Washington Capitals. They have yet to lose in regulation. They're 3-0-3. You know, they're missing some key players right now due to COVID-19 protocols. And uh, their underlying numbers, not as encouraging as the Bruins, to be honest. Uh, Their Corsi percentage... Right now sits at uh, 47.42, which is, you know, not ideal. They're being out-attempted, and the Bruins are set to play them this coming weekend. If David Pasternak's back in the mix, uh, going up against Zdeno Chara and co., it could be very interesting. Uh, so yeah, the Capitals in first place at the moment, although they are kind of dining out on inflated shooting percentage. At even strength, 12.7, which I believe is highest in the NHL. So that should drop a little bit. Um, But of course, they are without Ovechkin, 
Kuznetsov and Ilya Samsonov at the moment, who's their number one goalie. So that's certainly affecting things. Overall, uh, yeah, I think our Bruins are well positioned for success at the moment with their possession numbers. Things are turning around after a lackluster start. I'm putting them in second with Washington in first, New Jersey third, followed by Pittsburgh, the Islanders, the Sabres, Flyers, and Rangers. Let me know what you think about these power rankings. Agree, disagree. Always open to feedback at LO Boston Bruins on Twitter. BetOnline.ag is an exciting new partnership that we have here at the Locked On Network. You do not have to sit on the sidelines anymore. You can get in on the action. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. You can visit them on social media at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of other bonuses, the best in the business. Just sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. In the opinion of this podcast host, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar available. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, all of which I recently tore through upon receiving my latest box. I really enjoyed the lemon almond cheesecake, uh, the double chocolate, raspberry, cherry barcia, all amazing flavors. Each bar is covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. But they're also great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great if you're on the keto diet, and great for someone like me who has celiac because they're all gluten-free. If you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON. For 20% off at BuiltBar.com, you will not regret it. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL, and we still don't really have much clarity about why Pierre-Luc Dubois asked out of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I listened to Jaromo Kekalainen, the Blue Jackets GM, on the 31 Thoughts podcast. Uh, he denying that it had anything to do with recent contract negotiations could have something to do with his relationship with uh, head coach John Tortorella, although Dubois has denied that on his end. Um, So it really seems like there was some issue in the room, perhaps, with some of his teammates. Uh, There's conspiracy theories out there about (laughs) QAnon and MAGA hats and all this kind of stuff. We might never really know, but uh, for the time being, it has been resolved with Dubois being sent to Winnipeg and Line and Jack Roslovic being sent to Columbus. And uh, I'm really excited to see how this plays out. Now, the NHL postponed another game due to COVID-19. Tonight's game between the Hurricanes and Lightning has been put off. And uh, the Hurricanes have five players on the COVID-19 protocol list with three confirmed to have tested positive. There's new dates released for postponed games, and the Central Division is kind of a mess at the moment when it comes to scheduling. Uh, So I'm 
you know, interested to see how this condensed schedule will impact things down the road. The Florida Panthers in particular, they've been relatively clear from COVID, but they've had games postponed against the, the Stars, the Hurricanes. So they're kind of being not punished, but being put off by these other teams unable to uh, maybe not abide by the protocols, but to have, you know, uh, been hit with COVID-19. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a storyline, like I said, that's just going to keep going through the season and something to keep an eye on uh, with respect to our Boston Bruins, who up to now appear to have been uh, pretty covid free which is which is really great to see obviously that's it for today's episode of locked on boston bruins excited for bruins versus penguins tonight if you want to follow along on twitter you can do so at lo boston bruins or at enc mclaren and we'll be back tomorrow with a full recap plus a new mailbag segment you can send some questions to the twitter dms or as well replies or on instagram locked on bruins Keep an eye on Twitter as well for updates in regards to the lineup for tonight. If Grizzlick can go, hopefully Bergeron adds that the morning skate and clear to play. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how the Bruins stack up against Sidney Crosby and Co. Again, their goaltending certainly looks ripe for the uh, picking. And Agni Malkin could break out or hopefully continue his struggles Uh, so yeah, thanks again for hanging out and listening to me discuss our Boston Bruins yet again today. Thanks to those who have subscribed and download on a regular basis. It really does mean a lot. If you could toss up a rating and a review, especially if you're an Apple user, it would be so very much appreciated. Hope you all have a great Tuesday. It's snowing like crazy up here right now. Can barely see out the window, but Nowhere to go because we have stay-at-home orders here in Ontario. Uh, but yeah, stay safe out there. Hope you're all well. If you need anything, hit me up on Twitter, at Ian C. McLaren, and I'll try to respond as quickly as possible. Take care, friends. I appreciate you all. Peace.